Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. Okay, we're here to celebrate. And one of the things about kingdom churches is they celebrate. So we're celebrating this morning, and we're celebrating some fruit. So question, uh, how many of you went to the chili cook-off thing? Yeah, yeah. How many of you um, donated to Kainos, to the camp? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are fabulous. You know, when you look in the annals of the history of the church, you will find so many people that encountered the Lord at a very young age. You think about Timothy, uh, Jeremiah, Daniel. These all came at a very young age. And we're so blessed to have the fruit of that history in our midst. So this morning, uh, we're going to get a report from camp. It's a report about encounters. It's a report about things that are just going to lift your minds into a whole new place and your spirits right along with it. So would you help me welcome Stacy? Hey, Stacy. So we're going to have some testimonies and a little background, and then um, I think we're going to have a time of ministry. So, Stacy, you've got it. So last week we took 20 kids to the YMCA of the Rockies for our unity camp. And this was such a sweet time. Best camp I've gone to. And the Lord just deposited unity into our group. We're here tonight, or tonight, today, um, to really declare unity in this church, in this body, in this region. And I brought um, Shannon when I was praying about camp and what it was going to look like. um, I heard the Lord tell me that Shannon needed to go with. Shannon used to be on our team, and I just really felt like this really strong presence that she needed to come. And um, she really brought the unity of worship into our camp. And then... um, Val and Nate, the Lord told me that I had to invite them, and they, they came, I had to, <laughs> and um, Nate, the father told me that Nate really carried the father's heart for our camp, and that just manifested in a sweet, sweet way, so I want to thank, um, thank them for that um, in pouring into the kids, and then Mike and Sarah came up for worship on Saturday night and just brought the fire It was just amazing. And so this is the first camp that we have brought so many leaders up, and it was just just an awesome time. And the kids have amazing testimonies, and um, I want to give everybody a chance to speak. So, um, yeah, can we give it up for Stacy? She's been holding this space like crazy. Yeah, Stacy, you're a rock star. Yeah. Um, how many of you guys know that when we walk in the spirit, it's a family affair? How many, how many of us know that? Like, it just, it is a family affair. And what God is moving on in this season, in 
is a shift from my walk here to we're doing this together as family. And, um, and so the kids are going to talk about their testimonies, and they're going to release some stuff. So I just want you guys to have an invitation to just be open, to like open up your heart and open up your spirit to just receive. Um, I also want to just pay attention to what the Holy Spirit was doing in worship just now, and I want to be sensitive to that. So if you were in a very sweet place with the Holy Spirit, like feel free to just go back into that and um, stay there. Let, let this just be something that you guys can receive in your spirit, but just go back into that sweet, spli- sweet place. Um, so, okay. Nate Swanson, everybody. How's it going? Oh, man, what a weekend. Um, I just wanted to share two things, I guess. Uh, number one, um, in case you guys don't know this, um, this house's youth group is unusual in a very, very good way. Um, if you don't know that, it's time to know that because um, I've been in many different churches and many different denominations, and I've seen many different things, and um, it's very unusual for a youth group to actually know and find God in a secret place. You know, there's a reason why it's called the secret place. You know, it's kind of a secret. Not everybody finds it. But when you do find it, oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. And to have a group that's there that can, that can share with each other in that demographic. Because, you know, when you get older, you know, you kind of get more set in your ways. And it's kind of harder sometimes to receive things that um, you maybe were open for uh, when you were younger. Uh, they're all there, and it's, it's an amazing thing. And for you guys... Um, it's worth protecting, and it's worth fighting for, and it's worth guarding, and it's worth um, pouring into and growing. Um, we're one body, and um, there are things that are for them that, we're, that are only going to come through you guys. So if you guys get something for them, if you guys have a heart for them, um, listen for their sake, um, because you, God will honor and he will greatly bless you for it. Um, the other thing is just a personal testimony. Um, it's been a long time since I've ate, really had a chance to speak and to um, pour out. You know, it, it's one thing to pour out yourself, but it's another thing to pour out what God has deposited in you. Um, I don't know, but you, you can sense a difference um, in those two kinds of things. And, you know, both are important. Both have their time and their place. But um, it's fun. If you, guys have, if you guys have a vision for pouring out to others through the anointing of God, um, it's worth fighting for and it's worth waiting for. You know, there's nothing that um, is good that isn't worth waiting for. And um, so if you guys have... Um, a calling or a vision, or maybe you've done it at one point in your life and it's been a long time since you have done it, um, and maybe you've forgotten or it's just become kind of a distant memory of uh, the thrill and, and the, the fire and just, you know, it's, it's like the infilling of God. That's fun and it's great, but the outpouring of the Holy Spirit through you, it's, it's a different kind of thing, and it's so much fun. It is so great. And I just want to encourage you guys, 
Keep doing it if you have that vision inside of you. Thanks. Hey, guys. Um, so I just piggyback on, I think, what Nate was saying. But um, if Stacy ever asked you, do you want to go to camp, Lord willing, you best be saying yes. Because it will be one of the best weekends of your life. Um, these teens are just... They will blow you out of the water. Um, the way that they're seeking the Father's heart and pouring out to one another and just striving after the things of God. And what's your vision, God? What, what do you want to do today? And they're bringing it forth. And so thank you for that, guys. Um, it was just refreshing for my own spirit. Like, just my soul, care, all of, just all of it. I felt so refreshed just being around them. Um, I think one of the things that hit me was... I was just, like, thinking and reflecting. Okay, God, the camp was about unity. What was, what was unusual that I saw? And um, the Lord highlighted the end of chapter 1 um, in Philippians, Paul's talking. And he, and he goes into chapter 2, and he begins to teach us about unity and all those things. But at the end of chapter 1, it talks about if we're living the gospel life, we're living in unity, and we aren't walking in fear. And so I'm like, oh, God, what is it about that? And um, I feel like there's a lot of teens um, being able to t- I teach on a regular basis. I, I substitute teach throughout lots of schools in Erie. And so I'm with lots of teens. And um, what I've noticed is <clears throat> those years are, can be really difficult. And um, fear can decapacitate people to the, way, to the point where they feel alone and they don't know how to reach out to get help. And these teens combat that with the spirit of the Lord and vulnerability. And so I just saw this sweet, sweet vulnerability in this youth group. And... It completely combats any fear and allows you guys to walk out the gospel of Christ. So thank you for being that. Can we thank our children's ministry pastors? Because they've been carrying so much, too. Thank you, you guys. Um, Paul, come on up here. Can we give it up for Paul? So um, what I took away from camp is uh, usually in camps when we worship and when we pray and stuff, we usually get like pretty wrecked and like it's shaking on the ground. But on this one, I felt like God was giving us his presence and his love and we like felt the message of him. And so what I took away is that I got the message of like true community and spreading love, so praying for people that aren't Christian and just praying over, like, the grocery store at your workplace or whatever, like, I encourage everyone to do that, but, so I started praying over every classroom that I went into and praying for people that I know that need to feel his love, and so that's the thing that I took away. Another part that I took away is always having your heat on high for Jesus, that 
every, your doors are always open, and every time you walk in, you close the door behind you, and you break the key in the lock, because we just always want to be with you, Lord. We just want to stay in and always feel the heat of the Lord. Will you, will you pray for I pray that we would all feel the love. We would always, always have the fire on high. Never burn down. We would stay in that room, and our doors would always be open for you, and we would walk in, and we would stay in there because we always want to stay with you, Lord. Yeah. Pam. Pam came all the way from Durango to come to our winter camp, which was awesome. She's a real good friend with Stacy. So, yeah. All right. So, I went into this camp not knowing what to expect. Um, I kind of, on the Super Bowl, my mom and I just decided, hey, I need to go to Stacy's camp. Well, not knowing why my mom was like, I'm going to drive you 16 hours back and forth up to Stacy's house so you can go to this camp. Um, Coming to find out later, I've, so I've been in the hospital in and out for about four and a half months, just dealing with illness, and nobody knew what was wrong with me. Um, doctors, they've kind of, they, they just don't know. And so my mom had gotten a word that I need to go to this camp because I'm going to get healed. So I come up to this camp, and it's on Sunday morning, Monday morning, and we're all praying in this big circle, and people start praying about healing and sickness and how it, like, it just needs to be gone. And all of a sudden, I just felt the Holy Spirit come over my body and just physically take everything out of illness and just nasty gunk and just physically take it out of my body. So, and then, um, so that was, that was pretty much the highlight of my camp. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but going back home, I really feel the Lord putting on my heart that I need to bring unity to my own youth group, that being the theme of this winter camp. Because I, I come from a youth group where there's just a lot of drama and hate and, like, barriers put up. And so the, I'm just going to take that home from what I've learned at this camp and bring that to my church and my youth group and spread that. I want you to... Yeah. So um, if you guys, if you need healing in your body, will you stand up? Um, everyone else in this room has been recruited as a ministry team. And I'm going to have Pam release her testimony, because the word testimony means to do again. And so we're just releasing the power of Jesus, of healing over your body. She got completely healed, which is nuts. (laughs) So awesome. All right, Pam, pray. Release this. All right. Lord, I just ask for healing to just cast throughout this room. And everybody who's standing up, Lord, that you just come over them and heal them and bring healing, whether it's right now or in the next week or two, Lord, that, that it just comes over them and they know that it's going to be okay and that you're going to bring 
peace and joy and true healing over their bodies, Lord. Lord, I just command all sickness to leave this room because it's not welcome here. It's not welcome. Lord, I just ask, I declare that healing just come over this room right now. Your fire fall down and heal. Yeah, Father, right now we just speak to any spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Jesus to be bound and cast out. I just speak to those things. I see the angels just binding those things up and and taking them out of the room. Lord, we just cast those things into the dry places right now. Father, I thank you for um, that you are the answer to all things. You're the answer to all of the questions. For those who don't have a diagnosis for things that are going on in your body, I just declare that he is healer and he knows. He knows what's going on. And so, Father, we just declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I want you guys to, like, if you're in a place, go ahead and stay there with the Holy Spirit. Like, you can keep standing. You can be there. Check your body out throughout the rest of the service. See if something feels different, moves different. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you are a God who healed yesterday, today, and will be forever healer. Thank you, Lord. Um, it's going to be kind of hard to top that, but um, <laughs> here I am. So, like Paul said, it wasn't like this crazy worship. There was there was a pretty great worship, but it wasn't like that was the main focus of camp, like the other camps. This one, there was like a focus on teaching, and I feel that um, a lot of us have been taking that back so that we're not like, up on the mountain and then we come back down and then it's just back to normal life. It's like, it's changed everything. And um, I was, there's just been a lot of prayer on me at camp. And um, I've started a prayer group with one of my best friends at school and we've been like praying over the hallways and uh, just at recess we've been reading the Bible and we've just been... Yeah, and I owe it all to this camp, and I owe it all to the Lord, and that there's just been unity uh, at this school. That, and I, I pray unity over this church. That if there's any walls that uh, keep anybody from reaching to anybody else, that those will just be broken down in the name of the Lord Almighty. I just did. <laughs> I declare all walls that uh, keep people from other people um, to break down that we will have one kingdom instead of just uh, a group of people over here, a group of people over there, that we will be one group of people. 
I love this kid a lot. Yeah, because I got a thing too. And while we were in worship, um, Mike is going to share a little bit um, about kind of where this is coming from. But um, just about this this body as a whole, vine life as a whole, in its entire history, has absorbed a lot of blows. And um, that's resulted in a lot of fractures. And what I saw was something that um, until another winter camp where another son broke a collarbone, I didn't know this, <laughs> but when um, bones are snapped completely apart, <laughs> I won't call anybody out here, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, when bones are snapped completely apart, they actually reach for each other. They put out tendrils to start the healing, and they feel for each other within the body. And I just saw this place where we've got all these fractures, and maybe one blow fractured some folks back there, and one hit people back here, or whatever. There are these little fractures, and that the Lord is doing a work in our hearts where we're putting out these tendrils to reach out to the other side of that wound and heal those fractures. And that's where we, as we were going through the testimonies on Friday, about healing the fissures in this house. And so as Drew's talking about bringing the walls down, it's like, yes, we bring the walls down and then we reach out. So I want to pray and release that sort of healing that right now as maybe a wound, a hurt is coming up in your heart, that there's something, a break. Maybe it's with someone else in this house. Maybe it's someone who doesn't go here anymore. But that your hearts, that our hearts would be softened and that we would be reaching out to be knit back together into a unity that these kids experienced at camp. (laughs) They came back going, we're just family now. We're just all cousins. It's great. Um, that that the Holy Spirit would soften those places that have hardened over the years and that you would reach out to those and that we as a body would be knit together as one. I kept hearing a, a song from when I was really little, bind us together, Lord, with cords that can't be broken. Lord, that we would be bound together again and that those fissures would be healed. And Drew, I want you to pray into that too. Okay, I like I pray over all the cracks and all the crevices that have hurt and broken hearts to just be healed and for it all to just be made well again because this God's perfect and he loves this church and this church wouldn't be the same with all these walls up so I break I declare these walls to fall in the name of Jesus that that the cracks would not just be healed but they'd be healed with gold Awesome. Um, yeah, so real quick, I'll just chime in here. Um, Sarah and I have had the pleasure and privilege of stepping in and helping with Kainos every Friday night and coming up to camp, and it's been amazing. From an eldership standpoint, what I want you guys to understand and know, I'll make this quick because I know time is short. Um, the Lord gave this group the theme of unity months ago, right? So, and... As Bob spoke to several weeks ago, the eldership, we've been in a very secret, tender place before the Lord, and we've invited John Peterson in to speak, and promptly the Lord gave John Peterson a vision of of this house, and it includes things around fractures and fissures and how Jesus wants to heal that, and look at what the Lord is 
has spoken to this, this group with the theme of, of camp being unity and the ultimate end of Christ's restoration of this house ends in complete and beautiful unity. So the Lord is moving vine life. The Lord is moving in this house. And it doesn't just start at eldership and trickle down. When the move of the Lord happens, it happens globally. And he's doing it in the church here. He's doing it in the big C church. He's doing it with the kids. And it's a move of God that is happening. And you're going to hear more about that. And we're going to be praying more into that um, as we as we this un, unfolds for us. And so I just wanted to let you know this isn't just a random thing, a random thing like, eh, what should we pick? No, the Lord is doing a work in this house around healing fractures and fissures and bringing unity. So get ready and prepare your hearts because it's coming and it's going to be more beautiful than you can imagine. Um, so going up to camp, it was, and it's, it was a strange experience because a lot of people say when you go to camp, it's this mountain time experience and then you come home and it's different. But I feel like this camp was different in the fact that like, I don't know the word for it, but when the valley comes up to the mountain, when you're on that plane and you just walk with God there, that's where we were and that's where we are because there's no coming down from there. That's where you walk with God. It's not this up and down and up and down. It's this, this steady walk with God. And I feel like in, uni- in unity and unification as a group and as a family and as a people, he brings you to that place where you can just walk with him and where you can just talk with him. Because a lot of people... Um, find themselves just following the law and they forget about the spirit of the law. And God's called us to follow both. Called to be kind and to do good, but to just be with him and follow what he says. Um, I had this opportunity at camp to speak and to preach and to do a lesson and to read the Bible for people. And um, it was an amazing experience and I feel in my life personally, that was like a shift because going up to camp, I just felt so tired and internally confused. And Stacy came up to me one of the days during worship and she was like, God just wants you to just let that go, to just breathe. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I just started crying because I, I wasn't breathing. I wasn't functioning. I wasn't, I was just running, trying to go somewhere. And I didn't even know where I was going. And in that moment, I just got to breathe and realize that God is with me and I got to just release all this I had like, put in my heart, all this shame that had been confusing my emotions, I just finally got to just put my hands out and breathe. Because I didn't even realize in worship I was crossing my heart. I was just holding myself like this. And Stacey was like, just open yourself up, just breathe. And in that, I just saw this vision. It reminded me of a dream I had a while ago of this stone heart, this broken old stone heart that was dropped. And I saw God pick it up and just breathe life into it. And the cracks and crevices turned to gold. And the stone became this flesh, and it started to beat. And the body was just fulfilled and revitalized. And I just um, feel that in this moment, we have to like, understand that the unification of the church isn't just going to be one or two of us. It's going to be done in the Father's accord as a community, as a people, as a group. And he says time and time again that the spirit of, we say the spirit of revival will be coming. The spirit of the revival will be coming. And I say the spirit of the revival is now. Revival just doesn't just start. It's not just this quick fire. There's stuff leading up to it, and we're in that now. The youth extravaganza that was spoken over our church is now. We are that. We are those people, and this is our body. This is our house, and Vine Life has so many words spoken over us, and I've heard so many stories of people walking into Vine Life for the first time being like, this place is weird. (laughs) But they always come back because they... Always, almost every time in their stories, they always talk about how when they walked in and they saw the weirdness, 
they also felt something different that they never feel before. And they heard things, and they saw visions, and they were given dreams, and people prayed for them, and they were kind, and they were nice. And that's what we're called to be in unification as a people and as friends and as family. So I just want to pray into that, into the house, so we can awake and become one and breathe together and talk together so we can follow the law and walk with the Spirit and be one with God, with each other, and as a family. Yeah, guys, God is good, and we hear that so many times that it just becomes a cliche. And I feel like, let me tell you guys a story. When I was younger, I was in this place where I was just so unsure of everything. I was not steady, but I wouldn't look at the ground because I didn't want to know it wasn't unsteady. And so I was walking with God on these pebbles that were shaking, and he's like, come walk here with me. And slowly he's been bringing me into that place of security and belonging, and it's been an adventure. It's not this safe place where I'm sitting in a room praying, because it is that too, but it is also going out on Pearl Street and praying for people and loving people and going into my school, even scarier, honestly, than the druggies and stuff on Pearl Street, because you're known there in a way, and your reputation becomes God's when you're with him, because... He is so with you that you just, he just shines outwardly. It's like, if you have his armor, you see the armor and you're wowed, but God is the smith. He's the one that created that. He's the one that created your heart to be a certain way, and he just loves your hearts uniquely. And he created these places of tenderness so that we could connect, because when we have these walls up, like Andrew was saying, it's so hard to yell over the wall and talk to people. It's so hard to have our own walls up in ourselves and know that we are loved. I love you from a distance is such a hard place to be in because when you're intimate with people, it doesn't matter how far you are away from them, that stays. And that's the way God is with us, except he is so much closer than another human could be because he walks with us through every step. We are known and fully loved, as I heard in a song to be, they quoted talking about the song, to be known but not loved is our greatest fear, and to be loved but not known is, feels false, but to be known and fully loved is God's love for us. Something along those lines that really hit me, and God is just so powerful the way he moves, where it's just like breathing, like your heart beating, it's just an existence. This place of existing in God is just a place of beauty, and creativity flows from it. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to falter. It's okay to trip. Because he's there too, and he's there with you. And he knows what it's like to be tempted, and he is your strength. And he's just with you through all the hard places, and all the rough places, and everything that needs a little more smoothing out. He walks with you, and you don't look back and see your footprints, but other people see them. And that's the way it is with God. He's just present. So God, I pray that you will just blow into this place. That you will please just show people your existence, God. And that it's okay just to be with you. And that you will please just show people 
your love and that the paths that you tread with them will be glorified, Father, that they will just have your touch of gold on them, that the footprints we leave behind won't fade like on the moon, Father, that (laughs) it's just this cool place where they won't be erased, God, because they're still there and they may seem so small, but God, we trust that you're always moving whether you see it or not, God. I thank you for trust and I pray for identity that you will just reach out and touch people within them and help them to rediscover themselves. I pray that you will help them to rediscover childlikeness, this place of joy and belonging and knowing themselves and just not having to even know, but just dancing, just singing, just doing life, God, that you are with them in those places. Pray against overthinking in Jesus' name. That's a good word. I need a little more of that in my world. Is that good, you guys? Thanks. Um, Thanks for bearing with us as it's like, there's a lot of different flows and a lot of different things. Um, the, The main theme about camp is the spirit of unity. And the Lord has really been, like, there's a, how many of you guys have ever heard of the prophet Bob Jones? He passed away a few years ago. Um, but he had gotten a word from the Lord back in the 50s about different decades being known for different things in the body of Christ. And that in the, the 20s, of the 2020s, it was going to be about God's family. And that the church would finally be known as family. And so I feel as we are, I mean, we're in 2019, we're amping up, like there's this like, like Holy Spirit momentum in the body of Christ that's, um, that's speaking into family. And so I want to do some, like, just a quick prophetic act. Um, can I have everybody stand and grab the hand next to you? I don't want any one hand that's in this room to not be held, um, because we are family. We are family. And we're going to pray and minister to each other. Yeah, sure. Um, God wants to really heal the broken places. It's funny because I had a word from the Lord uh, um, five years ago, five or six years ago, that I had told um, where I saw the, the foundation of the, of the house being filled. like It was like cement, and there was a big crack down the middle. And, and I saw the Lord slam the, the pieces together and fill it with gold. And so it's funny because I, I knew some of those testimonies, but I didn't know all of them. And so to hear that that was the word that the Lord is speaking is that he's not just redeeming the situation. He's actually bringing it to, like, beauty. Like, he's bringing our brokenness to beauty and, the lay, like, the place of authenticity. I just give you guys permission to be authentically yourself. Right where you're at, right in the middle of it, that's what family does. It's not just showing up, having a good face on Sunday. It's not just having a, a, an authentic, like, okay, I'm just going to press through and believe that God is good, but really on the inside, when I'm not on a Sunday morning, I'm having a real hard time. I, I just give you room to be authentically you. And so let's pray together for a spirit of unity to come. That the walls would be broken down together. I just hear, like, London Bridge is falling down. Like... Like, he's breaking down the walls. So why don't you, can we put some uh, worship music on? 
And um, if you, um, um, if anything was prompting in you, after we pray with this, if anything was prompted in you that you want prayer for from our students um, after the service, go ahead and come up front and I'll invite you up there. So um, Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come. God, we invite you into our foundations. God, we invite you into the very core of our being of vine life. A vine life church from the wells of revival from years and years ago with James Ryle. God, we invite you into every crevice of this house. And Father, we ask right now, we ask that you would come, that you would come and fill the gap. That you would fill the gaps. Lord, for the broken places, Lord, that you would make them whole. That you would make them whole. Jesus, we ask that you would come and fill the gold places, fill the broken places with gold. Father, I thank you that no broken thing cannot be made whole in your presence. That no undone thing can be made back whole. And I speak to 20-year hurts, 15-year hurts, 5-year hurts, that those places can be made whole. In the power of the Holy Spirit, you are the Redeemer. And Lord, I thank you that in authenticity with each other, in vulnerability with each other, that you are making those things whole, like what Sarah was saying, where the tendrils are reaching to each other in the spirit. Lord, we reach to each other. We hold each other. We hold each other's heart. We are family, and we declare that we are family. We are family. This is a family. This is a family affair. Lord, we thank you for your spirit here. We thank you for those places. And God, I thank you that you are the remover of all pain. God, that you are the remover of all pain, that it's not just the disconnect, it's not just the, the distraction or the mulling over something or even just the mild forgiveness, but God, that you make all things whole, that all the pain would be removed. And I see the poison of certain things, of, of hurt in the past being removed from old wounds. And so, Father, I thank you that you are tending the wounds and that you're bringing us together. Thank you, Father. Do what you want to do, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Amen, you guys. Amen. So, um, if if you want ministry for anything... We just want to invite you guys up. We're going to have the kids be praying for everybody. Kids, if you wouldn't mind just coming up in front, that would be awesome. Well, there's the fruit. Where do these kids come from? I mean, I know their parents. What? 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 You guys are awesome. Are they awesome? Wow. Wow. You know, that's, that's fruit, and that's authentic. And before you go today, if you need prayer... You know where to go. They're here. They're on fire. They're pursuing the Lord. I'm just, wow, that's amazing, isn't it? 
So before you go, one last little connecting of the dots. Um, as Mike said, you know, we have this process that we're in, going before the Lord and saying, Lord, we want these cracks to be healed. Show us any place where we've helped cause them, that we've had a part in them. And, and if you're here today and you feel like maybe you have some of that, then come up and tell one of these young people and get free. Get free of that because we don't need to own any of that, right? We don't need to have that. Uh, starting next week, we're going to enter into a series. It'll be introduced next week. But as we come through fear, we're in this place of deconstruction. It's like Paul on the road to Damascus. And the Lord took away his sight so that he could learn to see. You see what I mean? So we're also in a process of construction, reconstruction as we go along. And starting next week, we're going to go into a series of messages that talk about some key fundamental uh, principles that allow us to see what Jesus is doing in our life now. So be sure to be here next week and be sure to be here every week because you're not going to want to miss any of those. Okay? So I bless you in the name of Jesus. Parents, go get your kids. If you need prayer, come on down here. These guys are loaded for bear. God bless you all. We'll see you next Sunday.